Discipline stoners. What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast with your host, Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. Welcome back, back to another episode of Discipline Stoners. Stoners. I'm your host, Eleven. My name is Winnie. And we, we are, are the, the gateway, gateway drug to mindfulness. And today, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's back to us. Oh, it's been a... Holy smokes, that December, you really rocked those episodes in December 11. Thank you. I kept it going. If you don't know, I'm editing the show. So it's up to me to make sure that these babies get out to you on time. And they did. And I'm proud of that. And for a couple days where I didn't sleep, and this is Ralph, a couple days where I didn't um, do anything but sleep, I just uh, also got up and edited and and ate. Yeah. I went back to sleep because I exhausted myself. I know. We're just getting off of, um, for those of you that watch the show consistently, you just got a whole bulk of December that was packed with guests. Yep. Packed with awesome people who we couldn't not just give you that as soon as we had that. With the exception of one episode, all episodes had multiple guests. Multiple guests. They all did. Yeah. Didn't they? I think so. I think so. Because Nico had uh, Jordan and Nicole in it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, guys, welcome back. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm so excited. Eleven, how's your New Year going so far? Really good. What's going on? Um, just like all the good music that's been like coming to me. My producer Fat Sound has been like really stepping up his game in terms of like just production and bringing me these crazy fucking beats that I'm just like blah blasting fucking hits to. Uh, you know that it's time. Uh, uh. 
I got double decker flows on the road What you know about a couple levels up When I move and I go around I'm only focus on where I'm going I don't beat around it I leave me so astounded Pan, it's nice then, but 11 man, no, no one goes in like him No one dives in full sprint, no one does rap like that No one is hype with jams, someone goes out with a bang like him Just that type of man, probably never be one like him again Find a great drive in late nights, bright light stage flight Fight backstage fright from Monday night Rise to busking outside, the sold out show hype To first class plane rides, now you've seen my life I got double decker flows on the road What you know about it, couple levels up when I move and I A couple levels up when I move and I go around I'm only focus on where I'm going I don't beat around it I leave it so astounded, so astounded Smelling like money in this bitch Walking through the lobby at a motherfucking wrist Yeah, she got black lilac on the wrist We just gotta move, gotta dip, make it quick Man, I'm feeling like money in this bitch Someone must have went and let the boy get rich Fucking kidding me, I killed that. Yeah, it's really cool. You have a very exciting year, two years ahead of you, it seems. I mean, I have content for two years, but I'm going to give it all in one. And probably, yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, you're going to spread it. You probably, like, would do six months if you could. I feel like you'd be like, here's everything. Because you just Like, keep, just to do Because also you just keep making more. Yeah. Like, it's crazy that Words and a Melody isn't out yet. That's so crazy. Because my collaborator for that, Yannick, just fucked off. And I love that. Because I'm like, of course I'm creating with these type of rock stars that just dip from their life and go and follow their dreams. Yeah. I love that. But yeah, there's, um, yeah, that's a fat sound beat. early fat sound beat. I love it. So my life is just getting a lot of clarity and like this is what you're good at. This is who's on your team. This is the direction you're going. These are your next steps. Like I've had this level of clarity since last year really, but when you're given this kind of figment of of like oh like a fresh start even though you're on your same momentum and wave, like you have to be the same person. Like every athlete that shows up to the Olympics it's not their first time running. <laughs> They're on a momentum from training for years. So I've been training for years, like a decade. <laughs> and I'm just like really sailing into that like full vision of self. How about you, Winnie? How's been your beginning of the year? Well, um, it's been really good so far. I think that like in my head, um, I used to be crazy on New Year's resolutions. I loved that shit. I was just like, eat that shit up. Um, and now for the last few years, um, I've really kind of let go of like specifics because, oh, good, good night. Uh, I've let go of specifics because um, I found that it's 
really tough when those specifics don't come to fruition in the timeline that you have expected or requested them to. And that could be a whole lot of reasons, you know? There's there's resistance and limiting beliefs within all of us, so. In the third dimension though, it's probably usually double. Just accept it, you know? If you think something's gonna take you six months, it's gonna take a year. Yeah. Just double it. (laughs) Just double it. Yeah, so, but now I feel like I always get back to, the last couple of years, I've gotten back to the habits that I want to create at the beginning of the year before the new year. Right. I'm like 27th, the 28th, 29th, like I start doing things that I, because I don't want it to be like, tomorrow, New Year's Day is the day when my life changes. It's like, I know now that every everything that you, any change that you want to make in your life takes time and it takes consistency more than anything. Um, and consistency takes effort when you're first starting a new habit or practice. We talk about that all the time. So um, there is no dumber human behavior than I see in these streets, other than blind compliance. Major pause. Uh, but then people going in the new year or tomorrow, like placing a better you in the future, and and having no actual pragmatic discipline in the present to become that, and then you place that expectation on yourself. This is like the primary way of creating disappointment is to like it's called shallow or hollow expectation it's like i'm gonna bench press 400 pounds not if you don't bench press 350 you're not like you bench press 100 right now why are you saying i'm gonna bench press 400 like next week like that's you know that's not gonna happen like it's good to wish but like you got to be easy with yourself when it comes to this new year stuff and like this like setting goals stuff or this like I can be better stuff it's like you can be better are you getting better based on the actions you're presently taking that determines if you will be better or greater Mm -hmm. or more or not yeah so that being said did you make any new year's resolutions Nah, just to keep killing it. Nice. But, well, we did that exercise. Shout out Alicia. Alicia Rep. She has a podcast out. Paying it forward in different um, unique ways that feel aligned. And then that therefore deepens me into my lessons, but also makes space for the next lesson to come through. So life is just a constant unfolding of lessons that we get to choose and decide to learn. And that's the interesting thing about the universe is we live in a universe of free will and um, God has given you all these lessons to learn, but you as the soul, the consciousness, you get to decide when you'll learn them, right? So that's where the free will comes in. And what I've recognized in my own life is the faster I learn a lesson, which comes from dissolving the ego, looking at it just blankly like as it plainly as it is no sugarcoating it or exaggerating or anything like that it's like oh this is what's going on this is the lesson here cool the faster you learn that lesson and then pass it on and share the wisdom the faster you move to that next lesson right and life is just a series of lessons that we get to learn infinitely right and so as you're evolving and elevating the lessons get 
deeper and deeper and deeper, more and more profound, and the effects on your life get greater, right? So you step into a greater level of wisdom, a greater level of love, a greater level of understanding, a greater level of um, wealth of all of those things, knowledge and love and presence and understanding. And then that can translate into the kind of business you're creating, the kind of wealth you're allowing into your life, et cetera, et cetera, right? Instagram is called the energy queen. Uh, I've been working with her as a high performance coach and absolutely changed my life last year. I only know her literally through what Evan tells mm -hmm. me about her and I'm in love with her. Just the, <laughs> one of the most incredible beings like on earth with that wow. focus, with so, that clarity and that yeah. focus. So we did an exercise on quite literally New Year's Eve day and uh, the day before that, remember, or, or was it the day after my birthday? We woke up, we did like the ice plunge, we did yoga, we worked out, we ate right. I've just been being the vision I wanna see. Nice. I um, did something new this year that I haven't tried before. I'm creating a binder, and in that binder has categories um, of every um, area of my life. So um, I'll probably get like a file folder and do like categories. But the first section that I did was uh, career orientated. So um, I had like acting, uh, comedy, social media, disciplined stoners, uh, Patreon. And um, I put finances in there too, because it's something that I really want to bring to the forefront of my understanding. And under that, I put goals for each one. Um, sometimes they're specific, sometimes they're not. And then under that, I put um, like either at least one, but you can do multiple affirmations that help support me when I'm feeling in lack of these things, when I'm feeling the absence of my goals. Um, and, and then you put it in a neat binder and then you look at it all the time. So you, you just keep it fresh in your mind. You keep those, fre the, those ideas in your mind and then you have these statements that you can refer to when either like when you need them, like when you are feeling that sense of lack or um, just like on a daily basis, you can start really affirming to help solidify your vibration in these goals or things that you do want to um, achieve in you know the first quarter even and so you can really break it up I found breaking things up is much easier than like getting things like hitting things all at once like just do a little bit at a time you don't get that same sense of like achievement when you only do a little bit of something and well, then put it fuck, away fuck that dopamine we've been chasing that like shallow dopamine hit that's also why Hey, don't don't tell me, don't talk about your dreams. Just keep them to yourself until they manifest. Like, cause when you're going blah 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 blah, you're spreading the energy out, so you're releasing that kind of sacral momentum that your creative spirit has, but also you're getting a reaction and a dopamine hit off of the excitement from something that you haven't 
put the work in yet. Yeah, like I don't know. Just There's keep some analogy the dopamine here. to yourself. Just, just like keep dreaming about your dream. Feel until, good inward. Because here's the thing: you might get that reaction of people being like, "I love that for you," and you're like, "Me too." And but you, you also might get the reaction of like, "Do you really think that's realistic?" Like, which most times do you, really, you do. You know, whatever that is. So either way, it's like it's it, it's spreading yourself too thin, essentially. And like these goals, it is good to keep it to yourself. It's a little bit harder to be accountable because um, because you're just it's just you and you <laughs> no 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 so you gotta find you gotta that. find that discipline That's, that is exactly where you have to learn to naturally be the most accountable this is you versus you baby there's no i know other but people I'm don't just exist saying that like even what do you mean like you got to be accountable through other people like someone telling you i guess that's why having like a coach has helped yeah accountability accountability <laughs> accountability yeah, that's true. But you know, like that that real work gets done, you versus you, in, you know, yeah. fucking the dead of morning kind of thing. You know, that's what I believe in. I'm one of those David Goggins crazies. But that's what we've been going through. That's what we've been finding has been working for us. And it's been and tremendous now- to have that clarity and offer that clarity to friends. I feel like a lot of friends have been coming to us for like, idea brainstorming and workshopping yeah. and pe- people really don't hesitate to share their honest truth with us which is amazing it is so lovely Had our buddy oh. pete over yesterday and just an open book yeah and we were able to show him abraham and just kind of get down on just what life the general natural laws of this dimension of this life and you can this is called inner engineering. For anyone's curious, like, hey, when I listen to Discipline Stoners, I feel a certain way because of their perspectives. It, it is us, but it's ultimately a reflection of your higher being and you resonating, feeling, oh, this is good. And what we're educated on from people like Jim Rohn, Wayne Dyer, Abraham Hicks, Bob Proctor, Neville Goddard, Louise Hay, all these folks that we've listened to and like taken in their spirit to ours and are sharing our third dimensional perspective with you is like you're resonating because like you know that there's something neat there even though it may be challenging and like we remember that like we we get so excited and motivated to keep doing what we do the more we see people essentially have their awakenings Mm. and, and kind of come check in with us about it. And that's just so amazing. Like, uh, we uh, and episodes from time ago, I'm, it sounds like I'm dinging our bell, but why not start the year with confidence? I, I'm basically saying I'm so grateful for the community that's like really taking the time to grow and share that with us and be a reflection with us in that way. So that's so cool. Yeah. But um, even had, um, I, I'm going to call him a fan, uh, which is great, the self-proclaimed fan on uh on Instagram, write me a DM, and they said they found, they, ju- they they learned of Humble through his new book. Shout out Humble, just dropped the love book. Go yes. get that. Amazing writer. He's been on the show, friend of ours, and um, this, this fan of Humble's did the deep dive on him and found his Discipline Stoners episode. Makes some people nervous because they couldn't dream of actually showing up enough to do that work to That's have a thousand that percent. authentic That's fucking the other place it, to yeah. say, no, bitch, this is my moment to do this. 
Like, because I deserve it. <laughs> yeah, and I've had those, and I, even recently, probably within the last two weeks, I was, I was at a friend's place, and then another friend was there, and she said something along the lines of, like, Kanye West is problematic. And then, you know, all the, I, and I just asked him, like, have you ever heard him say anything bad about an individual? Like, have Yo, you ever exactly. said a mean thing about anybody? Exactly. You know, I'm like, he's loud, <coughs> and he's, he's confident, he, he gets a lot of attention, but he doesn't technically put anybody down. And he didn't really bash anybody. I was like, he was one of the first dudes in hip hop to not like really attack and to stand up for gay people too. He was the first, yeah. He was like, I don't understand why there's so much hate. Yeah. Like straight, he was wearing a pink polo. It's like yeah. some MTV interview, and he's like, there really shouldn't be that much, and no one has like done that. And I was like, that's so fucking cool. That's yeah, and and that's the thing. But and the reason I'm saying that is because it's, it's to your point is that that level of self love, that level of confidence. You know, again, which is I'm not saying it's perfect. It, it, we have to get out of the black and whites and look at the gray. Yeah. The positive sides of, of who, who that individual is, that can also make people see the gaps because they don't have it. And yeah. it makes them shrink. And they're kind of react. They're going to react accordingly, that. which is, I can't be up there, so I'm going to bring you down here. And then, like us, and my perspective through a couple of things I said there with Humble, uh, I, I, I guess about owning your own identity or something, and that really resonated with them and and that just got that just got me so so green you know like my heart was so filled like i was like that's amazing and i sent them my audiobook like yeah if you if you want to listen to my audiobook you can hit me up in the dm i'll send you a dropbox link Sick. Um, it's an audio experience yeah yeah if you want if you buy and support that's amazing thank you so much i know that you can i i respect and appreciate that so much like it helps but like also i just want you to have this yeah, like, the audio experience is definitely like really It's fun. the way to go. Yeah. Although Jay did amazing on the art too. Beautiful. So it's kind of like I know. you can either have this cool, the, what I always wanted with all of my books, they'll be like this, is you can put them up. Nice. Like they're a piece of art. Like I'm yeah. not being intrusive. Like that's the cover of my book. It has, it, it, like the, the title words don't even feel like words, shout out Jade. Like it feels like art. Yeah, it's beautiful. You know, the only the only words that are on there is by 11, yeah. which is like... But it's even small. It's small, yeah. It's humble. Ah, shout out humble. Um, but yeah, so I love that guy. So keep sending your DMs, keep sending your messages. If and Even if you don't... And this is so funny because I just said, hey, keep things to yourself. I mean about your manifesting, keep things to yourself. But your personal growth, I feel like the more you are vulnerable and you share that, these self-realizations, there is such a beautiful reaffirmation that consciousness does through humans when they see that reflection. And it's like, yes, yes, here's more. Here's more, you know? I mean, and just like the more that we can talk about it together, the more that it becomes normalized. I think sometimes it's mm -hmm. just like, it, it just... Um, it's new. It's new to talk about our feelings and our and and it's new to take responsibility for um, how we react in certain situations, and um, we've let we've let, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, incorrect reaction become socially acceptable. The norm. So like if fucking almost pressured if, if Debbie at work is being a bitch again, you know Friday night you're gonna get together with your girlfriends and talk shit about Debbie. And there are all your girlfriends who want you to listen to their Debbies that are <laughs> yeah. enabling you, telling you that you're right when I'm yeah. sorry you're not. <laughs> you're not right. If you're well, out of alignment 
let me finish. Okay. If you're out of alignment, it's not right. It would be a disservice to your overall peace and happiness to focus on the blue and the red meaning perceptually correct or perceptually incorrect. Ooh, little matrix. Uh, Irrelevant. Irrelevant. How does it make you feel? <sighs> That's what's correct. Yeah. Right. Embrace that. Embrace the love. And usually it's fucking letting it go. Dude, and let me tell you, <laughs> I think that this is like an ongoing thing for me. I'm pretty sure if I were to listen back to all of the episodes um, this theme would have come up a couple of times but i've been talking so much less shit everybody yeah like you have. i barely talk shit at all anymore yeah <laughs> like, it's such great progress and it's still really difficult um no that's nah, that's not shut true up with those no, affirmations no it's not even that it, that's it's just not true but the um the inkling there oh, yeah. it's still there right it's tasty beef Fuck. i just like it's like sometimes when like someone does me wrong <laughs> when someone does me wrong in the street or whatever um and i come home there's this inkling immediately to tell 11 like y'all never guess what just happened <laughs> when speaking about it especially if i'm not negatively impacted at all right like if if i'm not physically hurt if i'm not mentally hurt whatever if, if, if it was really just more of an inconvenience. <laughs> and if you if you look at situations in your life and really I mean, unless like, they're dangerous, unless you need to be told. Yeah, absolutely. There's a line here. No, absolutely. That's but. what I said. Um, if there's harm involved, that's a different situation. But like often it's really is just like. Some, some guy followed me home, but I didn't want to talk about it because I don't want to drop the vibration. <laughs> no, but if it's like, you know a co-worker thing or someone cuts you off in traffic or someone yells at you Some from their car or like a right crazy now. person screams at you you know things like that where it's like it's a little shocking maybe but it's not something that you need to carry with you here's the thing it doesn't need to own any more time exactly. than it took up in 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 like the real Exactly. Things, yeah. And um, I have a friend. Um, I go to therapy. We love therapy here. We All good. Here. So I have a friend who goes to a therapist, and she told me um, something that her therapist told her was like, when dogs get shocked um, very shortly after, you'll see them like shiver or shake. Yeah. And it's them like shaking, shaking it off. shaking off that energy. Like they yeah. don't need to carry it anymore. And they do that <laughs> and they let it go and they keep walking. Dogs are the real MVPs when it comes to living in the moment. Yeah. They're here to teach us about the present. Yeah, absolutely. And then their focus is on something that they know will make them happy afterwards. They're looking at their parents. They're looking at maybe another dog that's Go lick your ass. They're, yeah. They're, Have some they're water. They're enjoying the senses out in the world. Mm, smell. Sometimes, you know, you ever catch a dog just sitting and then just going, I know, cute. He does that. They're just smelling. And I mean, granted, their nose is so incredibly powerful, like 4,000 times more powerful than ours. So, like, I'm sure there's a lot there. But humans would get the equivalent of looking. Like, it's just so nice just to sometimes, like, yeah, observe a neighborhood or something. But yeah, isn't that beautiful just to shake it off? That energy doesn't need to follow you, doesn't need to own you. We so often live in memory. We so often live in, uh, oh, this is the last kind of dramatic thing that happened to me. So if I don't report back to thinking about it, I'm not 
attentive to how I was treated or something like in life, like as far as human beings go. Yeah, it can get mixed up in the self-care. You know, and then you're like, well, it sounds like you're just focusing on what doesn't please you. Is that a little bit the case? Are you in a cycle of momentum that you think is safe because it's familiar, but it's really just you pumping cortisol into yourself so you get some or some adrenaline from stress so you feel more equipped to deal with life because maybe life makes you a little uneasy to begin with? Like, how about these things? Take a moment to be like, I have anxiety about going out. I don't dislike this person. I just felt unprepared. So I, I hit myself with a hurtful memory so I could know the worst case scenario so I wouldn't be scared anymore. So I could contextualize my own behavior when I went out. Like, it's not even about that person. That person doesn't exist. They're not real. It's in your head. Like literally the person you're dreaming of does not exist anymore because it was in the past. Now they've had experiences that have affected them and changed them. But that's besides the point. In yourself, the Joe Dispenza book you've been reading really touches on this, creating that cycle of reality and that loop and that feedback loop on yourself. You know, we're navigating to try and find this just rightness in life because that's what we've been indoctrinated to do. When you got tests put in front of you as a kid, you were subliminally told that there's a right answer and then it usually comes from authority. But that is not the case in life. The entrepreneur who invented things like Uber, the entrepreneur who built, you know, everything that you use today didn't necessarily come from those square modes of practice. They're, they're receiving divine inspiration that changed this timeline. And that's more of a creative thing than anything. So how can we quantify ourselves academically, unless it's perceptual understanding, that's fine. It's good to know how wide this is so I can tell the people who manufacture the paper that, hey, my brand raw needs cardboard two by one. You know, that's great. That's, that's facts that help you navigate. But as far as self-quantization, there's no like quantifying your value in terms of how you prioritize your intelligence or focus. There's no right answer. There's no right answer. So it's completely open. So you just got to follow how you feel. But you've you been go. you've been reading that book. Yeah, it's been great. That's been really giving you Winnie likes to stick to the facts. She's really good synthetic imagination. I'm really good creative imagination. But tell us how that's been affecting you. And you've been live streaming. I have been on Tumblr. Um, and we do generally like the last little while's been a little off just because there's other things going on and I still wanna get my stream in <laughs> so but generally speaking we start with a meditation and then so nice. we talk a little bit perhaps um about what came up in the meditation potentially um and then flow form from there for the next little while and then we do an hour of book reading on dr joe dispenza and i have not finished this book yet becoming supernatural like at all we've got or, no i've never finished it oh my god yeah i've so gotten to page 295 and i think there's like 357 or something pages and she knows the pages even um well i just saw it yesterday yes. um 
So, and we're on page like 195 now. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and Isn't people, that great? people actually seem to, there's a few people, like maybe a handful of people that like are, have been reading along and really enjoy it. Oh my God. And, and that's so nice. So, I love that. And it's, it's very interesting. I mean, he uses so many examples of people who essentially cure themselves. Like, that's the big thing, right? Like, you have you get a disease and then you cure yourself and everyone's like, how the, how the fuck did that happen? It doesn't like, make sense. The medical science isn't there. Like, we thought you had two months to live and now it's ten years later and we don't know what the fuck. <laughs> the science doctors who treat you like a client who your declining health would be of best interest to to secure their job didn't give you the analysis that you could rescue yourself from internal practices and taking holistic <laughs> control of your own health and self-perception to heal yourself and move your energy. They told you that you were going to have to take their pharmaceutical bullshit while they walk you slowly to a grave milking you for every cent you're worth. So to touch on that <coughs> a little bit. But jo Dr. Joe Dispenza gives you those clinical factual experiences that people need to believe. Yeah, and even in the book, um, I think most people need to see it. It's the four-minute four-minute mile. Humans don't. Yeah, that's right. It's and the so, four-minute mile. So, so humans even, don't believe yet. Even a lot of the examples that he uses, um, a lot of times, it's someone seeing someone else have d done uh, healing in a similar uh, yeah. with similar disease in their body and they're like oh well if they can do it and they had all of these symptoms or they had this type of disease I mean same when you hear like a kid from the hood made it out yeah like, exactly see, like seriously we all need to see it so like just that in itself is like obviously if you're the first one or if you don't if you have have no example of what healing looks like for you, very hard. Be decide to be the first. <laughs> well, that's what Just, we've been learning, especially over the holidays and reflection of even spending time with family and like creating new momentum in your life. Is like you have to be the safe space for other people to grow. Meaning, standing up and being the weirdo to forgive, and yeah, be that first one. Fuck. Yeah. It's intense. And um and if that really isn't working for you, honestly, scour the internet. I yeah, it's I out there, there if you need a if you need to see it before you can really get on board with what it is, like start searching. There are people out there that are curing themselves all the time. And like in the exact same situation as you, the number one thing I hear, so where where wellness starts with me, like how I understand it personally through my own virtue. Um, disciplines and talking to people who have established great discipline for themselves it starts in meditation do you have a meditation practice so there's no for me there's no building a billion dollar company until you have a meditation practice until you're like very aware of your center and very aware of what you're attracting into your life and what these lessons look like as they come to you because you'll start acing chapters in life if you objectfully look at just what they're there to teach you. And that's kind of the esoteric aspect of it. But like when you see, yeah, the matter evolve, whether it be your health, your finances, your spiritual practice, your relationship with others, whatever manifestation you want to create in your life of betterment, like it will be because of a new behavior that you've decided mm. to take on. So if you're one 
being right now with certain traits and certain patterns of thought, well, all that has crescendoed up to the point of your life now. So if you want to look at what you have now and what caused it, just check out your past and, and the patterns you've been doing and asking yourself those hard questions like, not just will I meditate, do I find it hard to meditate? Why? Oh, I find it so there's always an excuse, right? My family's here, my wife doesn't support it, my husband doesn't support it, my partner doesn't support this and that. You're reaching outside of yourself, excuse, excuse, excuse. Now this is your old cycle of patterns that is like giving your life this destination of perhaps you'd like to evolve it. And if you haven't watched our episode on oscillating, go there because- But give them an insight on that because yeah, vacillating. Vacillating? Or oscillating? Yeah, going in and out, yeah. Um, because you have to be okay with the fact that you're going to make some progress and then you're go also going to degress <laughs> yeah. for a little while. Yeah. And um, I it, look at it as 10% uh, intervals. Nice. Like it's like you wanna create a full new pattern of behavior, you're, you're at zero if you don't have it yet. And uh, spark that. Okay. You're at zero, and you want to get to 100, right? Fully instilled, fully crystallized, fully manifested new behavior, trait, and understanding, and perception. So you're going to go, it doesn't just go boom, 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 boom. That would be easy, right? That'd be like, oh, a month, you know? You're going to go, oh, I get it, 10%. Oh. Yeah, right on your face. Oh, like completely back down to zero. Oh, okay, I get it. Next time I go, I'm gonna go double as far and I'm gonna get it and you think you're going to 100 and you're gonna go and go completely back down. And then what starts to happen is your, your low is where the last one was. So you're back down, not to zero, but to 10 when you're at 20. So your floor raises. And that sort of progression, I originally got this analogy from Lonnie of Pixel Dreams who's a co-founder of this creative agency that really kind of took me under their wing and taught me a lot uh, in the beginning of my career. My logo, thanks to them. And she was just talking about <laughs> quality of life, but like I'm talking about the journey towards self-awareness, like if you're learning a sport or skating or rapping or something, like you're gonna vacillate up and down, in and out of the clarity of 100%. Um, but again, not to put anyone on blast, but our friend last night and, and, and several friends, they'll come to me with this. They've gotten maybe about 40%, right? They've been in the mindful, they consider themselves a mindful person. The ego identity says I'm taking the initiative to be more self-aware and mindful. So they've been in the personal practice. Now they have to go to their in-laws for Christmas and we've all been there and all made human mistakes. And you gotta go to to your this friend's house with- Everywhere with, that triggers you. Everywhere that triggers everywhere you. Everywhere that you've had issues with and you used to be a person and now you're a different person. So when you go back into that situation, it's a weird vibration because everyone expects you to be who they thought you were and now you're different. So it's just literally like, and that doesn't, that, that, it so here's what happens. Freaks people out. If you were 100% certain on that new clarity, their behavior and perception of you or your anticipated assumption of what they think you to be wouldn't affect you. Yeah, you could sit with their discomfort unaffected. But lots of times, 
we get the report and what we felt ourselves to during our oscillation vacillating period towards knowing this pattern of taking control of your internal emotions this um, inner engineering <coughs> which sounds like a good title for this episode actually oh I like that yeah is um they'll go well now I'm upset because they are low vibration so thanks to Dr. Wayne Dyer we know you don't absorb energy, you match it. So you could have held steady in a higher vibration for them to join you even though they don't cognitively know the awareness practices like you might at this time, like meditate, breathe, these like kind of tiptoeing into the culture of mindfulness, these practices probably have you found, even if it's just thinking positive thoughts like affirmations or prayer, uh, this is good. But But what happens is when you're about halfway, you go, oh, these people don't understand. <laughs> They're less than me. <laughs> and your ego identity is like going, having a field day with this because <laughs> there is no better right than God right. There's no better right than thinking, oh, these people are going to hell. Like, like <laughs> meaning like presently. Like this used to be a thing when, when God, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, the fake Italian story or whatever, blah, 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 the Jer Jerusalem guy. Oh, <laughs> get one hard. I can trace how the Bible is an internal guide. We'll go there another time. <laughs> I'll have to do a rant about that, maybe with Winnie out of frame. But anyway, you're going, hey, fuck these people still even though it's in the name of being right with God in alignment, but you're not in alignment anymore if you're looking down on someone. You're not actually connected anymore. You've let observing these people and the idea of their assumption of you pull your vibration down. Yeah, and we But don't blame them, because that's the beginning of the end for you. That's relinquishing your power to someone else. As soon as you blame them, they made me, they what? No, you did. By your own free will, your affirmation is my conscious choice of being a limitless creator. I say where my vibration goes. Now that's the only truth. And I think that where um, it gets complex is that um, when you're in those situations and hold yourself in that state, and there's clearly a electric shock happening between the frequencies of all parties. There's um, a go Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, there might be a moment where you feel misunderstood. Oh, for sure. And you got to get rid of that need to be understood or feel understood. Or you got to just live in the truth that understanding your yourself is is enough. So, like, I think that when you feel that sort of ache that happens sometimes um, in any situation that, you know, was old and, and you feel new and going back to that old situation, um, be easy on yourself. Like, don't just be like, oh, like, don't feel it and then be like, oh, I, I still love them. I still love them. They're good people. I, like, feel it and be like, I'm having an emotional reaction right now because I'm feeling misunderstood. <laughs> Call yourself out because you're gonna mm. find some compassion with yourself when you're just honest of like what's actually going on. And you're like, well, 
ultimately, like, they don't mean to misunderstand me. Ultimately, that's just what I'm currently receiving out of this information. So what can I do for myself to self-soothe so I can stay with myself and my frequency? Um, and fuck, it takes practice. Again, you're going to go back and forth. You're going to freak out in a situation. And then you're going to be like, well, that wasn't my finest moment. You know? <laughs> and realizing um, those moments, you're not going to teach anyone but yourself. Right? You're not going to teach them. They're, they're not, mm -mm. they cannot receive that. Yeah, and, exactly. And you manifested them in your experience as fucked up as that seems, whether it's the homeless guy in the corner that yelled at you or your mother-in-law is drunk again. What Like, doesn't matter. Like, you want to deny and resist that they belong in your experience because you think you're vibrating at 742 and they must be all the way down at 150, but you're at six and they're at five. <laughs> and, and that sucks to think you're further along than you are. Uh, but that grit that us mindful practitioners get by learning to want to fail I said that's a humble the other day we were talking. I said, I used to want, I used to wish I was right. Like I, I'd say things and hope they were right. Like many times, like me, <laughs> me and humble were here talking and we were going deep and sometimes I'm like, here's the vulnerable thought and here's the like, I think this will be a good thing to say thought and I went with this one until mm. our relationship got deeper then I started to reveal more and more but like, you know, first making uh, impressions and relationships, it's like, I used to want to be right. Now, I hope I'm wrong. Because if you can teach me something in the exchange, that's divine. That's the, that's the money right there. That's that money. That's <laughs> value. That's like, mwah. that's everything. So if we kind of like pray to be guided, and when I say pray, I just mean mentally affirm, uh, you know, to be guided rather than to always be right. Cause that's not what this is. The whole, this whole dimension is a distortion filter, you know, and it's whatever you want, whatever distortion you want it to be. Uh, and it's like, yeah, you can just allow yourself to like gracefully guide into these beautiful enriching lessons that are really fulfilling to know and to feel your way into and have those realizations. And you really got to submit yourself and let yourself go through the evolution. And um, if you don't know where to start, over at our Patreon, uh, we have daily affirmations. Yeah, so we do. you can head there every day. You don't need to go find these affirmations. You don't need to make them up yourself. We write head, them for you. Head to our Patreon. It comes with a Five nice a little behind-the-scenes photo of either Five one of us or both of us. You can do 10 bucks a month if you want. If you can afford it, you can do 25 bucks a month. And also, just to get excited, we have a shoot day shooting some um, movement content and some meditation content that's coming your way uh, towards the end of the month. So. so if you're watching this on, well, I guess we'll drop it everywhere. But it will be on YouTube, unlisted to Patreon first. Yeah. Just like everything. Yeah. 
Everything no, goes to Patreon be, first. Yeah, this is going to be relatively exclusive, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I've okay. Been, sorry, we have a meeting on uh, Monday. But Winnie just holds it all I, till the I professional decided. meeting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I got an idea now. Put it in the books. Yeah, I think that, um, I think that we're going to make our Patreon... Something. <laughs> I think we're gonna make. We I've, have made our I've Patreon talking, something. I've been By the time about this Patreon is out, for like a year now, and yeah. I've been like, "Thanks for sticking with us, patrons." Those Which who honestly, have stayed, thank you so much. Tanya, I think, is one of them. You know, I think, yeah. Is Phoebe's on there? Uh, no, I don't think so. Glow's been in and out. In and out. Chris, which is understandable. Always. Chris, always. Thank uh, you, Kayla. Ka- like, let's th- thank you. Thank uh, you for checking it out, Victoria Tay. Here's what, I'll, here's what I'll tell you. Let's let him in. Let's let him in on what Patreon is for, sure, for us. It's, it's the community. It's the exclusive community for, for us, right? And um, as far as that house party goes, we've only put out, like, chips and pop. <laughs> <laughs> okay? So I'll put that analogy. But what our real house party is, is kombucha, shrimp skewers, fresh veggies, joints rolled everywhere, come in, kick your feet up, music's going, vibes going. We left the overhead lights on and put out chips and pop. And I accept that. Okay, listen. Because, can I finish? Yes. That's not, that's secretly not entirely well it is true it is true and it's a funny analogy but but between me and winnie we've been making the step well and also it forms an opportunity for you guys to support the show financially which which is kind of towards my next point here uh is like we've been working towards making this our central business together which is great because we're both entertainers and contractors but to like build this together and that's taken us to become self-aware of our strengths and what roles we should be playing and i produced the show this started by me doing everything and when he's like i'll only do this if if i don't have to do anything yeah i said that you literally said that and and i took that deal for like a year yeah and then now he gets pissed if i'm not contributing I'm not pissed. I'm just kind of <laughs> expecting you to pull your weight, which just looks like me being pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, but fine. I'll take it. Say goodnight to the bad mm-hmm. guy. Gulper. Anyway, so what this has been is Winnie's side. You've watched Winnie become an entrepreneur. You've watched Winnie learn to do things without an employer telling her to. You've watched her expand as a being and a value provider because like as an actor you get hired and told what to say (laughs) it's true so you're we're being very transparent here i put myself on blast so this helped me like become a comic pretty much i i wasn't like this i i found yeah talk about like a voice here i was so scared all the time you guys i was so fucking scared that if i said something that someone didn't like or appreciated or got offended by that they wouldn't like me and then i couldn't keep them in my like rolodex of people that i can count on if i need something (laughs) that's how the little sister syndrome of your situation built you to build community and safety for yourself yeah i think i don't even think that i like know really who i am that's a beautiful thing to be able to say i think that i've been so influenced 
by so much. Good. Not and and you know, friends and family is one thing, but just like by society, like I let Media. myself get influenced so much by society, and it uh, and it. Um, I'm finally just like, oh fuck! I can just be like, a, I can just be like whoever I am today. Like whoever I am today is going to be fine. It's going to be fine for my social medias. It's going to be fine. Like I don't, I'm so disgusted right now by um, like putting up something for the sake of my career, like putting something out into the world on my social media for the sake of my career and my brand. And I'm so disgusted by how many women I see being like, that's just the way the industry is still. Like, I literally just saw that yesterday on Instagram. Some woman was like, remember that your social media is like, it potentially going to be dependent on if you get a job or not. Like, if you're messy on social media, like that person's not going to want to work with you because they don't want to work with a mess. It's like, we're human fucking beings, guys. We're messy. Like, can we start just being honest with ourselves? It's ridiculous. It's So I'm I'm obviously dealing with like some emotions. <laughs> Sick, good. I love that. This is music to my ears. But um, Stop bullshitting. Yeah. Fuck them. That's the best way to do it because the roles that are really meant to find you will want the mess. And yeah. like you're just like not fulfilling that vibration. I think that, man, I've spent so much time around like the world's best influencers. Like by design, I've been at Playlist Live for like six of like the first, not the first year, but second to seventh year. I went every year. So like by design, I mean, America is the capital of the world of influencer culture. That's where Facebook and Instagram stuff were started. And this was like pretty much the biggest in besides Comic-Con, which is a little more traditional media this was the the center of the universe for influencers now i got the opportunity to know a lot of these folks on a more personal level only to realize that those perfect images that are portrayed are are super respectably well crafted <laughs> and super thoroughly sometimes with extensive hiring of media minds to get involved and build this brand with you so it's absolutely nothing wrong with it and it's a great business if you can treat it like that and respect it as that. But you see, that's not the case. Like that happiness, that perception is not the case. I've even started to go, when people are like, this is one of the happiest guys I know. I'm like, you believe the bullshit too. And like, I'm, I'm cheesing myself about being this like super always on positive. Now I am like hood optimistic like a level of optimism that just doesn't make sense like i say to alicia like just stupid blind confidence like i want to go from having 5k months to having 100k months like <laughs> for no reason <laughs> but i'm like well what are they requesting of that value i'm sure i can find it like i'm sure i have it in myself like i have confidence that makes no sense but really like <laughs> That doesn't always mean like I'm happy. Like my optimism isn't always coming from like I'm in a good mood so I want to do something. It's like I have this much time on earth. I got to execute while I can. Now mood and state has to be irrelevant. I got to find a way to move outside of being a victim of my own emotions. And like I had that affirmed so many times by these fucking millionaires that were doing so much better than me on a professional front but personally and inside and behind the scenes 
all depressed, all dependent on toxic relationships or fake ones or... I mean, that happened to me. That's why I'm, yeah. I'm revolting now because with Bath Time Tuesdays, yeah, you blew I created up a, a, a personality. And, right? and um, I really tried to keep that personality like on with my online brand and then I created Dear Brave Ones and that was just like a bit of toxic positivity as well. And, and kind of you being scared and wanting to kind of covet the covet the sheep you know what I mean like you're like we'll all be soft together as opposed to like hey life takes work it's Mm -hmm. hard sorry get over it yeah let's grow together and try the best we can because that's what I needed like I needed to know that just be soft it's okay well that's what I was trying to cultivate but what I needed to know no thank you is that I like I wasn't doing the work. Yeah. I was like running away every time I got depressed and I would just, I couldn't, I didn't have the tools to talk about it. It was pre-therapy. Like there's all these things, all these tools that I have now that are um, helping me really manage states of depression and anxiety. And, um, and <coughs> like Eleven had said earlier, like it really starts, it started for me in meditation. Um, and so why did you start meditating that's why we're so i mean i've been meditating on and off like the first time i sat to meditate i was like six years old um what yeah because because of because of fiona actually i think i saw her yeah can you explain who fiona is uh she was like a family friend that um seemed yeah probably from the inside and outside looking in (laughs) um just she she just was a troublemaker (laughs) she was that's what i'm gonna leave it at i'm gonna say that she was a a, mischievous playful soul oh yeah a mischievous playful soul that who who was a great um she said family friend she your mom needed her friendship yeah and um so i i've tried meditating and i remember um when we were in 703 um like doing Deepak Chopra's and Oprah's 21 day meditations. You always found the cognitive way there first. Yeah, so like they would do those four times a year and I would join in every time and meditate for 21 days. And then, um, and that was like a 10 minute meditation. So kind of a, like a big one. And then um, I would stop meditating (laughs) until the next, (laughs) until the next round came. Because you respond well to structure. Yeah. So um, that's kind of my experience with meditating. And obviously, like, I didn't know it at the time, but yoga offered me a meditative state. Yes. Again, not meditation like we like to do, meditation in stillness, but yoga offered me flow state that uh, is a similar movement in the body when you're meditating, I guess. So very, very. Thank you. You can contemplate in yoga, but very in the moment because the the moves are so simple yet demanding that like you kind of get lost in that sensation. We're talking about Bikram yoga specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bikram yoga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never done like dry yoga. It seems well, you've fucking done, weird. <laughs> you've done vinyasa, but in the heat. And you've done yin and in the yeah, heat. Yeah, but like when I saw a yoga class and they were just doing it in a normal room or like at a gym, that's fucking weird. Well, you know like what if happens. If you've tried that yoga and you don't like that, and then you're like, I don't like yoga. No, you don't like weird fucking lunchtime yoga. <laughs> you should go to like a, 
a, a sweaty ass room and like feel your body become fucking loosey goosey, buddy. So that's how you get the cranks out, not some weird fucking take your socks off, you know what I mean? So, um, I'll challenge you there and say you fucking want to challenge that me? a hot room, I think, is an easier place to start in yoga because of the because of its access. You're right. Like it you do get more access physically in hot yoga and mm. you actually have to be mindful of that. Um, right, in, not to go too far. Yeah. Yeah. In room temperature yoga, which is generally a hatha practice, hatha. you use the um, inhale, breath. exhale breath that it creates an internal heat in the body. So you actually still technically should be, if you're doing the yoga properly alongside your breath that you're supposed to maintain in a vinyasa practice, you should be getting like a really good workout in. It's just that most people don't match their breath to that extent. Okay, honestly, yeah. Um, breath is like really everything. I've even broken down the act of smoking uh, whether you take a cigarette smoke break or smoke cigars or, or smoke cannabis, uh, it's a practice of going and focusing on nothing and, or something if you like, and just, but like probably nothing and just like breathing. Like, sure, it's joined by the smoke, but like you're basically going. And uh, it's so funny, Humble's coming up the third time in this episode. Uh, shout out, Humble. He told me that the the sick uh, like religion cats like uh, they would get very high on their breath. They would do breath work and get like very very high. Like you could get like an elevated state of of high from breath work. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All you're doing is oxygenating the body. So the more and we don't use the full capacity of our lungs at all. Yeah. So if you train yourself to like be able to increase your lung capacity, which I will say Bikram Yoga absolutely does because of its starter breath exercise. Um, uh, but if you train your lungs to take in more and then you sit in deep breathing practices, sometimes feels like it's hyperventilating because you're taking in you 100% more oxygen's getting to your brain shit goes on then for sure absolutely you could probably go into a place of trance remote viewing lucid dreaming like all of these sweet things yeah yeah and like when we do the Wim Hof before we do the ice plunge which we should probably do again yes um, I put that under my spirit thing the goal thing that I was talking to you about I made one for spirit you wanna do it today Let's do it. Okay. Sweet. Awesome. <laughs> we'll live stream it. <laughs> okay. We'll live stream it on Diaz. All right. Um, yeah, man. Fuck. Great episode. Yeah. Oh, I have. It's oh time. My God. Is it time? That was like, I feel like we just opened our like threshold of, of this show. Like this show. I know what Joe Rogan was saying now when he says this, this does its own thing. This is a thing of its own. It's because of that A-frame of we know our audience. Like, oh, shout out Discipline Sounders Instagram, 15 hundo and growing. Yeah. Love you guys. Thank you. Um, and it's because of this kind of pull. The We can feel the conjuring of the information of our expression. It's like it's to a clear, focused point now. And, yeah. like, that's just, like, how to be happy, how to be better, how to give more. Like, these kind of general, central 
places that we kind of drive everything back to to make the best out of it to like take the lesson out of it so it's kind of fun to like return to this perspective with you and being a filter uh for for good for goodness and to focus on that um but yeah definitely check out our patreon i celebrate winnie's dedication to it she's doing the i am affirmations there and um, we're shooting some really cool content this weekend that will live there. So go check out Patreon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for, I'm excited to see what you, I left the Patreon in Winnie's hands. That's another thing I want to say. Like, I haven't helped on purpose because, like, I'm just getting her back well, you for just, me producing the show for you. literally were just like. I was, I was like, this got to be your route to entrepreneurialism because it has the squares and lines that you like. When we started Patreon, it was just you being like, Patreon, Patreon. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, you post, just saying Patreon for, like, six months. And then I was like, fuck, I got the laptop. And why night we just created it? Yeah. And then um, and I was gung-ho at the start because I was doing some, like. Because uh, you're an employee, and that's how you get excited about Zoom jobs. Zoom exercise. Sizes you trick yourself could, into doing But they them. weren't even, like, they're not good quality. They're not That's good. the thing also, like, if you're here from the beginning, yeah, you have you. seen us change like, and grow. Chris and Glow, for yeah. sure. Uh, oh, Carrie's a new fan, too. Uh, Tay, for sure. Tay, yeah. For sure. Uh, like, yeah, we can, we, can, um, we can name them. We can continue to go, but I just want to say... I, I know we've secured that these folks are cool with us using their name, so I know that much. Um, yeah. But yeah, thank you guys, and it's only going to continue to grow and get better. So that's the good news. Yeah, like we're we, not stopping. So yeah, we started with like not as good audio, not as good. Like Matt mm -hmm. gave us these. I know we're blessed. Like Matt gave me this. Yeah. Like because he just this. decided to stop doing his podcast in that fashion. So like. You know, we've manifested these things along the way. He I, gave us this table. Yeah, and actually, <laughs> this camera came from my other friend. Like, we're, thank you, bless you guys, bless we're our growing. friends, and and we're, the universe is providing things as we go. To yeah, you can't go back and look because I've scrubbed them. Yeah, we got it. We had to get rid of the YouTube. just because it's embarrassing. Like yeah. if if like because now people since we're doing so many shows like kind and stuff and we're doing another one here with books for mm. next month or something with March. with Kelly. Uh, people are there's more access in the industry to us, so people are asking us about asking us about sponsors stuff like that. And oh, and speaking of so sponsors. We got a shout out, Prohibition Farm. Dude, oh my God, right. Um, I made an awesome brand song for them. They had me uh, create something for uh, their brand. And guys, we smoked on some chem mints right now. That is just so incredible. This like, shit's crazy. Like these are the nicest joints I've ever rolled because the flower is so like, easy. I'm not even gonna say Christ. it's not even like you know sometimes when it's too sticky and you're like fuck get off my finger and then no it's, it's like, perfectly it's, sticky. It's perfect. It's, it's like so. I don't know how you do this. Unexplainably moist, like the perfect amount of moist, like an angel cake. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's it's dense, but not hard rock dense. It's mm -hmm. like it's like perfect weed, kind of like smooth, so smooth. Like the and hairs, tasty. like the smell on everything is out of control. These Dude, these I flavors, flavors. Okay, that's chem mints. That's what we were smoking today. I gotta just pass me the red Congo. And I gotta smell, I gotta try and explain the profile to you guys about the Sasahi. They have, the cool thing about Prohibition Farms is they have a couple cultivars that are like theirs and their own, uh, and like that they like do, and that's so fascinating. 
they've perfected the red Congolese. Like, there's Marcine for sure. There's some citronine. Um, you're getting that sativa type whack, like fresh right up front. Limonene, um, maybe caryophylline, like that clean, little soapy. But like, it's super, I don't smoke sativas, but I smoke this, I can smoke this all day until I just wanna like, cause it does give you a little boost, like you had a juice or a cappuccino or something. But like, yeah, so that's that, that's the Red Congo. It's so nice. Like, so basically I, I got this for, for win. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. When I had it this morning, I was like, that's crazy. That's so nice. So functioning. Like, the, I can just, oh, so beautiful. Functional. I can function on it just like a human, human. Yeah. I can function better on it than I'm functioning right now. <laughs> well, this is chemmints. I know. We're smoking the chemmints. No guarantee that you can function on the chemmints. Our producer, hey, our producer uh, of Rhythm and Flow gave Eleven this beautiful stash box with our poster on it. So cool. I think, I, am I holding for, no, I can put it down. All right. Um, well, while you're... <clears throat> As we were giving Prohibition Farms a shout out, I just wanted to like legit talk about the weed for a minute because absolutely crazy. So we got Red Congo there, Chem Mints. Love this Buzz Box. Shout out Buzz Box. Yeah, oh, yeah. Tiffany sick. OG. Oh, man. What a beautiful, rich, clean smelling. Like Look at that. Look at that, bud. It's the size of my pinky finger. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, this the Tiffany. I don't know what it is. It was because... When I first tried, it wasn't a top contender, but it just, it really grew on me because the cerebral effect of the high as well. Like Tiffany OG, okay, it's but this- It's surprisingly gassy. Yeah, it is. Like, Okay, but the acai, it's oh, sweet God, that's good. and hoppy and like mango-ish. Like- I find, I think fruity. I find this berry-like. Well, there's fruit, whatever it is is fruit. Or like, yeah, pineapple. I, I was gonna say pineapple. I was gonna say pineapple. Yeah, pineapple. Yeah, Tiffany OG has that earthy, that earthy sweet gas. Yeah, hit that yeah. again, it's so good. Hit it again, bro. Yeah, the pineapple for sure and the acai. Oh, and these buds are just so unique, full of hairs, like full of hairs. The actual um, grass of the of the bud, it's a grass I'm using kind of amateur explanation words here, but like the actual bud is like a light green, but this bud looks red because the hairs are so red and like full and abundant. And you got this dark green pinene underneath. And then the hairs have this sparkling Is it part two now? Cause that's sweetness, eh? Like, oh, oh yeah, the sweetness, and it's a little tart right at the end. Oh, fuck. It's so interesting. Very cool. Sahi, have Thank you smoked you so one much. of these next? 
But uh, yeah, if you guys haven't heard that song yet, give Prohibition Farms a follow on Instagram, and you can hear the song uh, that I made for them, just a jingle. Welcome to the show, let me open that door. Wake up every day, what you got to look towards? I be chillin', smoking, yeah, I'm puffing on the porch. Prohibition Farms is a top level source. I just got a bag and I'm looking for more. One ounce, two ounce, three ounce, four. I had this one that was at on tour. Tricomb sparkle like chrome's on fours. Yeah, I rep the six, that's two plus four. But when the West Coast heat comes through the door, I'ma chill out like I soothe that aura. Asahi flower, what a beautiful odor. This got a taste that you never get bored of. This is that heat like you're living in Florida. Tiffany OG in my order. Red kind go, beat the banger like a drummer. You gon' see something new today. Fresh drops, quad tops, only fire in my J. Suit up, stood up. You gon' see something new today. Fresh drops, quad tops, only fire in my J. We gon' feel good tonight. That's right, get you something to light. Make sure that strain's a winner. Prohibition Farms got you right. If you want an 11 jingle for your business, brand, or company, or event, holler at me i do them um yeah and they're always fun always a good time and so glad that we could we could get that one going and i love this weed from prohibition farm so thank you shout out again yes thank you and now it's time for a Your brain's storage capacity is considered virtually unlimited. Research suggests that the human brain consists of about 86 billion neurons. Each neuron forms connections to form other neurons, which could add up to one quadrillion, 1,000 trillion connections. Over time, these neurons can combine, increasing storage capacity. That's wild. I, I kind of feel that though. Like, there's no limit. You can't tell me that, like, my brain can't learn Russian and piano and know how to drive and learn to drive a boat and a plane and, like, have sex and work out. And, like, there's. There's no depth. There's no. Uh, there's no blockage to the depth of like what your brain's capacity can handle if you focus. It's basically just like within your lifetime, can you, as one central point of being, collect enough relevant information to expand your performance or enhance your experience? Yeah. Um, I just want to tell you something right now about the Patreon videos. Remember when I said they were going to live on Patreon? Yeah. Okay, so I have like ideas. Like, um, I just want to say it out loud right so now? I don't forget okay. it. Yeah, um, I'm gonna do like a five minute ab exercise in one of the workouts, and we're gonna cut that and put it on YouTube and say, "Go get the rest of it." Oh, that's such a good idea. Patreon. See, we're so you're still, in. So you're still gonna get a little something off of the Patreon so content. So stay subscribed to our YouTube. Get all of it. Will people on Spotify and stuff where there's applicable videos? Will we publish it there? Will they get it? Or it is that just like on our YouTube? Probably Spotify, too. Why not, right? I don't know. Yeah. Why not put it out some more? Yeah. All right, cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sick. Sounds good. I should read something. 
Oh, yeah. I forgot that we do that. We haven't done this in so long. It's so nice to be back. I know. I love this. This is like home. This is the original. Yeah. Thank you to everyone watching these. We enjoyed doing kind so much and meeting people. And we've been to lit research since... Um, since our last kind um, interview came out with Al Shevsky, and we're just having such a good time out here. And Lit community. treated us so well. They Thank you, Blue. Yeah. And everyone there, they were so cool. Yeah, everyone was great. It's really a great, great space. Stuff. Go check it out. Yeah, Lit Research definitely needs your support. The fact that it wasn't packed blew my mind. Yeah. Like, it needs to be packed. Let's go, Toronto. Yeah. Please choose a word between... One and 222. Elephant. 111. Oh, I turned to 101. Oh, that's I turned to 100. I think that that's fine. Okay. <clears throat> Sleep. Okay, I'll pick up where I see first. Uh, oh, actually, the, the first bit is, okay, so feeling is the secret, Neville Goddard, chapters on sleep. Uh, picking up where we left off, react to the day's drama, but the drama, the actions, events, and circumstances of the day have already been determined. Unless you consciously and purposely define the attitude of mind with which you go to sleep, you unconsciously go to sleep in the composite attitude of mind made up of all feelings and reactions of the day. Every reaction makes a subconscious impression, and unless counteracted by an opposite and more dominant feeling, it is the cause of future reaction. Ideas enveloped in feeling are creative actions. Ideas enveloped in feeling are creative actions. One more time. Ideas enveloped in feeling are creative actions. Use your divine right wisely. Through your ability to think and feel, you have dominion over all creation. While you are awake, you are a gardener selecting seed for your garden. But except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. That's a quotation in the book. Your conception of yourself as you fall asleep is the seed you drop into the ground of the subconscious. Dropping off to sleep, feeling satisfied and happy compels conditions and events to appear in your world which confirm these attitudes of mind. Sleep is the door into heaven. What you take in as a feeling you bring out as a condition, action, or object in space. So sleep in the feeling of the wish fulfilled, as in consciousness, so on earth. Fuck yeah. <laughs> wow. That was sick. Okay, so I've actually been just the last three nights. We do affirmations before we go to bed. We are pretty good right now. Uh, we're on a roll, and I'm just going to keep, this. We're gonna out, keep this Thank you. train going. Neville. But after we do our affirmations, I also have been implementing silent um, visualizations mm -hmm. and uh, other affirmations that are more suited just to like uh, my career and stuff, like personally, and, um, and affirmations for like who I want to see, kind of like a prayer. I've kind of been implementing That's prayer. the next chapter. 
Oh, nice. It's prayer. Before bed. And honestly, so much help, more helpful when you wake up in the morning. Life's better when you dream what you think what you want. Yeah. Okay, I love you guys. Love you. That it's was fun. It's been another great episode. Thank you, Winnie, for sharing. Happy New Year. Thank you, Eleven, for sharing. You're welcome. Happy New Year, guys. Uh, may all of your manifestations be the best possible versions of them. Uh, again, check out our Patreon. Subscribe to our YouTube. Send me money directly on PayPal. All these are good uh, to help support the show. If you are a brand person or thing that would like to get a brand song, holler at me on Instagram or write me an email at 11music at gmail.com. E-L-L-E-V-A-N music at gmail.com. Um, Ralphie's cute. I'll bring him back in here for the closing. Any closing notes? Yeah, it's a full moon tomorrow night, which is when this comes out. Um, so and tonight. it's uh, tonight. Um, so it's a full moon tonight. So good time this full moon to um, stay inward, keep uh, everything just sort of uh, moving in through your own body. Stay away from drama. Um, it's a pretty which emotional one. When, when a human says the double negative, which compounds the momentum in that direction, by the way, because there is no assertion, there is only what you focus on. When she says stay away from drama, she means focus on the better feeling thing instead yeah um and like positive yeah language. just enjoy enjoy yourself take some time take some time in the next couple of days it's a good time to just mm, get squishy with yourself squishy like ralph love you happy new year good job guys congrats on everything we're happy we're excited we'll see you soon may this year be full of a lot of growth love you bye bye that's Ralph. You want to say anything, Ralph? Sweet. Before just we go? Thank you, kind little guy. We should put him on the table Good just so boy. they can see okay, how cute. Okay, just careful. I know, but just, here you go. Yeah. Nice guy. Looks so polite. Doesn't even no, want to stand on the book. He doesn't stand on nice the book. Nice guy. I'll take this Sweet book guy. You just, you just hang out here and Good let him boy. see how cute you are. Nice. Discipline stoners. What's your discipline? What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. That's cool. So are we. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Well, it's helped me feel okay about my shitty social skills. It doesn't make my social skills better. But it sure does make sitting in that awkward moment in a social interaction a lot more bearable. You know, that moment where no one in the group has anything left to say, and you desperately want to yell at all of them to just say something? Being high makes that hilarious and not torture. Yo, it's 11 from Angertown. This plant just helped me chill out. Found focus, found confidence. All of a sudden, I was productive, less protective, more progressive. Yeah, we talk about stuff like I'm a next sommelier, but this is about a medicine, baby. We wish everyone a mindful life. It's been a helpful tool for us. Whatever the route to peace, journey and the more we can
love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast with your host Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. And that's Ralph. <laughs>